We're here at the Brewers Collective in Bayshore for a very special episode of the 495 Podcast. We're with uh, three breweries, all from Bayshore, all north of Sunrise Highway. Uh, Dubco was invited, they couldn't make it last minute. Um, but we're here with the Brewers, representatives of the Brewers Collective, uh, Hopwinds Brewery, which is going to open later this year, and we'll get into that. And, uh, and our friend from Great South Bay Brewery, the Old Guard. Um, and anyway, I uh, figured you guys uh, should introduce yourselves. All right, um, Tim Doherty um, from uh, the Brewers Collective here, right here, where we're at. Um, yeah, the host site. One of the, one of the, yeah, the, host, the host spot. I'm one of the partners here and the, uh, the head brewer, and uh, that's me. Tim, where are you from? I'm from East Islip originally. I live in Ronkonkoma now. All right, very good. You guys. How you doing? I'm Steve Wynn from Hopwins Brewery, uh, head brewer at Hopwins Brewery and one of the owners. And um, I'm from Bayshore itself. Um, grew up over by St. Louis Avenue over there, so kind of local. It's pretty cool. You go to Bayshore High School? I went to Islip High School. So right uh, on the okay. border there. So yeah, yeah, you're in the vortex. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> and your last name, Wynn? Wynn, yep. And you're hot? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Bill Hoppy, uh, one of the owners of Hopwins right next door. Uh, I do the marketing, and uh, I grew up in West Babylon, and I'm living in Deer Park right now. And what's cool is that Hopwins and, and the Brewers Collective share a building. We do. That's right. Yeah, we're just a couple doors down from them. That's got to be pretty awesome. I said earlier in the pod, uh, before the podcast started, are you guys going to be like, cheers, and Gary's Old Town Tavern pulling, <laughs> pulling stunts on each other? <laughs> oh, yeah. Burn, <laughs> fucking burning the other place burning down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Relaxing is a joke. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and... Uh, and Greg, um, right? Yep. I'm Greg Mesh uh, from Great South Bay Brewery. Uh, been with the company for just a little bit over nine years now. Oh, wow. Uh, born and raised right next door in West Islip. Uh, Bayshore resident at this point for over three years. Uh, right around the corner from here. Yep. Yeah, awesome. um, almo- almost too close. Right uh, the wall. Yeah. <laughs> too close. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, head brewer at Great South Bay. Uh, everything's... Going well over there, yeah. Excellent. And w- when you started with Great South Bay, how many years had they been in business, and uh, what was your role when you started? Oh, good question. So I was hired as head brewer, actually. I was, uh-huh. uh, we consider my first day sort of the, the first day of Great South Bay Brewery. Um, I'm sort of employee number one. Uh, it was oh, Rick and I, Rick Sabatka, mm-hmm. the uh, anesthesiologist. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, we've been we've been at it ever since. Uh, wow. Been from his garage uh, until we got kicked out of his garage. We ended up his in my mother, garage or my parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the uh, the the HOA, I guess, or the yeah the homeowners association didn't happened. really like did us. They frowned yeah. upon breweries. They did not really care for us. You know, we they had open upon flames <laughs> inside of the garage and stuff like that <laughs> down in uh, in Bayshore. That was in Bayshore. <laughs> yeah, they were yeah a lot of curious uh, heads poking their way oh, yeah. in there. And then uh, over to my garage, well, my folks' garage at the time uh, in West Islip, and that was all good, but it was time to find a building. And then we uh, found our first location over on uh, Union and Saxon right here in Bayshore and uh, sort of outgrew that space before we were even able to grow into it and uh, decided to up and leave and uh, find something bigger. So we went from a 3,900-square-foot building to a 39,000-square-foot building. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now it's a little upgrade. bit too much space, but we hope to grow into that over the next year or it's so. Massive. Yeah, it's massive. It must have been some big. conversation. When, when you guys had that chance to move to the place you guys are at now, they'd be like, okay, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to, I don't know how many times it is of that space. It's tremendous compared to the other one. Yeah. You know, and you'd be like, 
all right, let's do it. <laughs> it was fast, and um, I was kind of the, the last to know. I think the, the business was about five or six of us at the time, and I was the last to find out. And they yeah. said, hey, Greg, come check this building out. And, nice. You know, that, yeah. was, that was it. Yeah. yeah, the first time I saw it, I was <clears throat> floored. And by the way, I'm Michael White, co-host of the podcast. and Nick Esposito. Nick Esposito. I just want to get that out of the way. Um, when I first visited the, you know, your current location, I was like amazed at how huge it was. I was like, this is like the Bordy Barn indoors. It you was know? way huge. too big, yeah. Yeah, so what's the scene like there on like a Saturday, you know, in the fall? Uh, oh, the fall is our busiest mm-hmm. uh, season without a doubt. Um, the fall into the winter, you know, the winter gets even, I would say, you know, just about the same. Sweet spots probably. Exactly. Uh, October yeah. to November. Yeah, spring is where we kind of start tailing off. Yeah. Um, one thing I think uh, we would like to do, one thing that... Um, uh, I always say the only thing we're missing is a little outdoor space. Unfortunately, you right. know, our location being a little bit more industrial than usual, uh, it's a little difficult to get a, a nice little beer garden set up outdoors and stuff like that. So it kind of tails off this time of year, but um, you know, yeah, people want to be outside. Yeah, that's it. That's well, you have it. but we're still busy right. enough. The Bay Fest is a great outdoor festival. Right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, how did you and Rick know, uh, get to know each other? Oh, good question. So uh, my mom is a uh, nurse at Southside Hospital. Rick, uh, who's still an anesthesiologist, was uh, practicing at Southside at the time. And uh, I was at Blue Point at the time. Uh, that was my first job in the industry. Um, and Rick had overheard my mom just mentioning that, you know, you know, my son's working at Blue Point or this or that, you know, all the nurses and doctors are friends over there. Yeah. And uh, it always been a, a huge dream of Rick's to, you know, open a brewery, to be, you know, start a brewery. And, um, about a year before we actually got together to start Great South Bay Brewery, uh, Rick had came to me and expressed interest. It was probably a couple months into my career at Blue Point at the time. And I was just like, I don't know. This is, you know, maybe not. Maybe not right now. You just you know? thought you didn't have enough experience. He's like, we're going to start this. I think it was sort of a blessing in disguise. You know, I got to stay at Blue Point for a little over a year, you know, learn a bunch and, you know, kind of pick up. If we had done it right then, I don't think we would have had, you know, the knowledge, the, I don't think Rick was even ready to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, we discuss it sometimes thinking back, like good thing we, you know, gave it a year. But over the course of that year, while I was at Blue Point, Rick and I had stayed in touch. We had, you know, shared some beers and, you know, I was still home brewing and this and that, you know, and we, we definitely stayed in touch and then lost contact maybe for three months and then he came to me and he said Greg I'm doing it you know I'm doing it with you or without you what do you say and mm-hmm. you know sort of made me an offer I couldn't refuse start a brewery from the ground up I said you know hey let's sure. go for it it was easily one of the hardest decisions of my life but, uh, easily no, one of regret. the hardest. Yeah. Love that. no regrets no you regrets no regrets right. awesome. well congratulations mm-hmm. on uh, thank you, thank you know uh, Nick I'm gonna pass the mic to you for a little bit Hey guys, hey. we got you guys all here together in Bayshore because it feels like there isn't any other downtown that has so many breweries in it. What do you guys think about collaborating? Yeah, I should. I mean, me and Greg just did a collab beer this morning, actually. It's <laughs> yeah. funny you say that. That's a perfect <laughs> question. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, once these guys are open next door, I hope to be collabing quite a bit. Uh, what was the collaboration? Uh, today, can we we can talk about it, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, let's pump it up. Yeah, we're doing a uh, let's pump doing it up. A, uh, uh, a kiwi sour. Uh, I think we're going to dry hop the shit out of it, too. So yep. nice, yeah, we're just nice, kind of uh, making it up as we go along and having yeah. fun with it. You know, it was, <laughs> That's right. We, we had not built in 
uh, we had not even started the first step, which is, you know, crushing the grains until this morning. Usually we'll do that the day yeah. before. But uh, we're just kind of like, yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, yeah. and having fun with it and passing ideas back and forth. Yeah, that looks good. It's going to come out good, so whichever way we one. do it, so I find it on the spot. I find it such a, a unique field because, especially when I go to the Bay Fest or Cascal Fest, it's like there's a lot of camaraderie between the different brewers, and everyone's kind of like exchanging ideas. But you guys are in a u unique position because you guys are all in the same town. Like, oh, yeah. you don't see that in many other places. Yeah, right, right. There's yeah. a concentration going on here, for sure. For sure. Definitely, definitely. Now, for is sure. it that Bayshore, the town of Islip, <clears throat> were a little more progressive in, in, <laughs> <No>. in opening? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. In opening their arms to you? Well, I think for us, it, it was more or less, Steve grew up here in Bayshore. Yeah. We liked the, bay, the, the breweries we saw already. And, you know, we were just looking around a place, and we, we just thought this would be a perfect home for us because we like the breweries that we hear already, and we like the idea of being next to other breweries, kind of trying to make a destination. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's one of the things we're trying to do is make a destination for Bayshore and craft beer drinkers. So when they um, want to go craft beer brewery hopping, they uh, will pick Bayshore, you know, hopefully, right. um, with these uh, great breweries that we have here. And uh, we're just kind of joining ranks and trying to do our part with it as well. Awesome. The only other thing I could kind of compare it to is uh, is like Polish Town, downtown Riverhead, where they, yeah. have, mm -hmm. where they have a few that are right. you know located right, right yeah. in the yeah. same yeah. Right. So location. whenever you go to Riverhead and you're going to go um, spend a day there hitting breweries, you're going to hit all of them. You know, yeah. you might as well, right? So same. We're trying to get the same vibe here in Bayshore, yeah. where people do that now. Um, I don't know if we can get one of those little bike things, you know, those 10-person yeah, bike things. That'd be cool. Person, uh, we'll work that out eventually, maybe with the town. Yeah. I don't want to take that thing on well, that Avenue. I'm not sure. That was really <laughs> like my first memory of a brewery hopping is going to Riverhead. Because I remember thinking to myself, I want to go to Riverhead because there's a bunch of places right there. I want to be able to visit a few different places. So that was definitely what was going on inside my head when we were choosing a place, you know? Yeah, they say, uh, you know, sometimes with, like, downtown areas, they say there's too many restaurants. Uh, but it seems like a concentration of a certain attraction becomes a attraction in and of itself, you know, right. like a district, yeah. like the brew, you know, brewery district, you know, yeah, exactly. you can go there's 10 breweries in one place, you know, that yeah, exactly. like a One of the reasons why we had the opportunity to, to get this location over here right next to the Brewers Collective <clears> was, uh, was one of those things. These guys have been helping us out tremendously, as well as Great South Bay. Any questions we have, they're very quick for, with answers, which is awesome for us. Um, they have no reason to actually do it, except for they're just really nice guys, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so when we had the opportunity to get this location, we were figuring that it can be that. It could be a destination even here, even just between the two of us. But of course, with the other great breweries in Bayshore, it's even more of a destination, you know? Yeah. Um, now, how big a help is it that there were trailblazers who, who did these same things? Oh, tremendously. I mean, it, just Bruce Collective alone, just being right here. I mean, they, they trailblazed so much for us already. And yeah. we came across our own pitfalls, of course. Absolutely. But, yeah. um, you know, things changed a little bit in the town, you know, from, from when they got their licenses and permits and stuff like that. But even just them already being here was, was a tremendous help to us. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, to two of you guys, your local guys, um, how cool is it to sort of... Um, is, is it easier when you're a local person to, like, create that sort of fanfare right away? People rooting for you, they know you, you live in the area, you send your kids to the schools, you went to the schools. Yeah, um, I, I, I get a lot of it because, like, my, my daughter right now, she's in, in school, and um, my little one, and she's. Uh, you send her into school with Hopwins flyers? Yeah, they all stuff. know, they already know. Yeah. The teacher's like, like, when you're you open, when you're open, we're all coming, we're all coming. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy, which is great. You know, we've got a, the community behind us already. Exactly. And we're not even open yet, you know, so. Um, so, what's the, uh, so when did you start this project, and how did it start? And then when, uh, when do you project opening, uh, you know, We started the up? project, I mean, 
you can go back w really far in years. Yeah. Um, before we, when we got serious though, it was probably about three and a half, four years ago to get the location. And we started hunting <laughs> down a location. Couldn't How do you find guys one, know each other? Um, I'm sorry. Oh, um, it's my brother-in-law, so our, our, oh, our wives go. are our sisters. Okay, okay. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> and they're in it with us as well. Very Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, sorry, go ahead. So we, were, um, we decided we wanted to do it. You know, we got everything together and started organizing, trying to find location. Finally found location over here after so much time. And then, um, then you had to go through the hard stuff, right? You always hear stories about people going, oh, yeah, going through the town stuff is ridiculous. And then finally they get done, like, now I can brew again, you know, so which they right. really wanted yeah, to do in the yeah, first yeah. place, right? Yeah. So... And I was always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that sounds crazy. How could it be like that? But yeah, I am so done with everything else at this point. I mean, yeah, I still have to go through things, of course. But you want to get back to your passion. Yeah, you want to get back to just brewing and, and showing Bureaucracy. people. Bureaucracy. Yeah, and fantastic. showing people what you can do and, yeah. and hopefully putting some smiles on faces and stuff like that, you know. And um, yeah, but so it's been about three and a half serious years of us like saying, okay, we have the business. We got the business oriented. Um, doing all the paperwork and stuff like that, getting the location, now dealing with the town, state, the Fed, you know, and um, finally making some good headway. Tell us about <laughs> your place. Like, uh, how big is it? What's the bar look like? You know, the um, tasting room size bar. is very close to, to the size of Brewers Collective here, mm. which is, um, the whole thing is 2,200 square feet. I have no I memory think it's, of that. I think it's 2,200 <laughs> square feet. 2,250, I think, I believe the whole thing is. Mm -hmm. But the tap room take off about, I don't know, 500 for the, the brewing area. We have a, a different permit from the town. They call it a special permit. And it was this new thing they did where it's <clears throat> tasting room can be 75% size of the brewery, and the brewery could be 25%, which is perfect for what we want to do, because we always felt like, like the way they have it over there at Great South Bay, it's a nice roomy area. You know, now they have a giant brewing area too, but yeah. the, the people don't see that really. I mean, the, right. some people that are interested will go back there and see it. But um, Tim's filling us up here. Yeah. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> but then, so we wanted to have that vibe of like it's a nice roomy place for the the <clears throat> people to come in, like you see it here at the Brewers Collective. Yeah. Um, so we able we were lucky enough to get that special permit with the town and so we got that vibe so you come in there it looks pretty big but all in all it's half the size of the Bruce collective is it really yeah oh wow <laughs> and nick you saw it right you said the bar is huge right yeah yeah you guys have like this big wooden bar how big is it again it was 70 feet no no i think it's 45 feet 45 i don't know where i got that number <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to jack you guys up a little i like bit. 70 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and you guys just said you're gonna have like a big tv xbox and like a cool lounge area yeah yeah we're gonna have a lounge area for um mainly for for kids so if if, if um because we have kids so we if if people come down there with the kids we want them to have an area where they can kind of um you know, kind of hang out, have a couple beers, you know, at a reasonable time. Um, yeah, yeah. And then so the kids also can't escape. They can't, like, run right out the door and then into the parking lot. Sure, sure. And so when you said kids, I thought you meant, like, 22-year-olds. I'm like, oh, they're on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> we they're want the punk teenagers yeah, yeah. down in our place. They're, they're play, welcome. They're they're welcome be playing Fortnite over it. <laughs> well, that's, we, and that's one of the things we want to double that space, that little, what we call a gaming area, yeah. is going to be for gamers, like um, serious gamers. I'm not a gamer. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know anything about it, but I do have some friends that are seriously into it, and they're going to help us design it. So um, maybe we're even going to have a Hopwins gaming team that will you'll see on, yeah, like that. online that will be competing against other people. I don't again, I don't well, know how it but I understand that's what I might join that. <laughs> well, look at the Bayshore High School. They have some eSports e like competitive I gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And they're like uh, like number one in the state in gaming, yeah. win scholarships and win we'll thousands of dollars. Nice. We'd scare them. We'd scare them all. <laughs> yeah, that's actually perfect. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and, and Dubco has like their you know, like Dungeon and Dragons guys come over yeah, like, on yeah, Wednesday yeah. nights. Or oh, yeah. Yeah, they, for, go, uh, they, go, they go crazy with that. Yeah, well, so Portons runs that, actually, Rob. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. You know, you yeah. tap into these little niche, you know, hobby guys. And yeah. just, you know, it's like pair. It's like these, you know, it's kind of like the equivalent of like these paint nights, which are 
probably more yeah. popular among females, but like, you know, you paint and you well, sip wine. Well, then you guys just have a paint night? But here you just... We've done them. I think it's been um, about a year since our last one. Oh, okay. But uh, we have done uh, more than more than a couple. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. same yeah. As well. So you just take a, a little hobby, a little craft, a little thing that you could do midweek. Sure. And then just pair it with beer with a awesome surrounding and yeah. yeah you can awesome. literally pair anything with beer oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you've yeah. seen it <laughs> well sp- speaking to that yeah. you guys do a, a hike and brew yeah. you can take the two opposites of, exactly. of <laughs> things where working out and drinking beer that's so, our answer to um if you I, I hate i hate to uh to, to jump on sophia's thing but she has a beer fit you know and that's her yoga you know well it's not just yoga it's everything but so uh, that's our answer to <clears throat> us being beer fit or, or the community trying to be beer fit. So you can still have your beer and you can do activities or something like that and get out there and do a hike or whatever. We're going to have other things too. It's not just that, but um, that's that's one leg of it. All right, so it's a big leg of it. The hop wins, guys. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about the hiking, bro. Tell us exactly what you guys do. Well, I mean, it's it's one way of, uh, of trying to highlight craft beer on Long Island where you know, we, we get people out on a hike, you know, get them to exercise a little bit, you know, release some endorphins and stuff. People socialize. Some of the hikes are easy. Some of them are a bit hard, and we try to let you know so you know what you're ready for. The hikes usually range anywhere from two to four hours, depending on the feel of the crowd. And then from there, we go to a, a brewery that's local to that area. And, uh, you know, and then the socializing even happens more. People let down their guard. They've had a couple beers. You know, I mean, I could honestly say I've made some friends just doing the hike and brew, and... Oh, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure there's a, a a few few regulars that can definitely say they've made some friends too, and you know I mean I I actually I, I see it I see people talking I see people socializing and then I see them socializing on Facebook and they didn't even know each other before you know right so it's kind of like making beer community if you will um, and what's nice about it is we we try to shine a light on the local breweries like we we bring them there it's kind of like like we know a lot of the brewers you know and, and breweries and stuff so we try to show other people that. <coughs> We had a couple of people that are really into the beer community, and on the last hiking brew, we actually went to the 1940s, and they were never there before, and I was shocked. I'm like, How, you weren't here before, ever? They're like, no. I'm like, check it out, and they enjoyed it. They had a great time. They loved the beers. They loved the environment. It was great. So you, you get a lot of that where people get to, um, you know, get, get to see something they might not have seen before just because they want to do something a little healthy, have, go out and have, you know, with friends or new friends, and um, check it out, and then they check out new places, and that, that's what we're trying to do with that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so much... Uh you know, beer is so much, you know, associ- historically associated with sitting on the couch and watching football, you know, and there's yeah. no reason, like, you know, you can't get out and do stuff and have a few beers and, you know, softball figured that out, you know, decades right, yeah, ago, yeah, you know, yeah. so why not hiking or, or, yeah, or something like right. that, you that's know? Right. And even right now, as, as we sit at the Brewers Collective in Bayshore, uh, you got a dart league that's uh, yeah. about to get going yeah, over yeah, here, that's right? our Brewers dart league, yeah. Yeah, how cool is that? So it's all, it's... All brewers? Yeah, well, it's all breweries. It's uh, it's brewers and and people, either people who work there or friends. Okay. Whatever, whatever way you can scrape a dart team together. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, how long has this been going on for? Do you do you know enough about this dart league to talk about it right now? Yes. Uh, not fully qualified, but mostly it's. Uh, yeah. So this has been I going on before we were in. Fill it. in the gaps. We're yeah, you fill in. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're in there. This is our first year. I'm yep. not part of the team, but this is our second yeah, year. That, spider Bite's been doing it beforehand. I don't know who else was in it other than Spider Bite, but they are. Uh, they're the ones to who, who who really pioneered it, and also the ones to beat, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> No, they're very good players. Although, and, I, oh, cool. if I'm not mistaken, we uh, c- 
kick their yeah GSB is, is full of uh, uh, freaking uh, darling we, we kicked their ass <laughs> we kicked their ass yeah, yeah last week uh, this yeah. week is a buy for us oh, break, break yeah. Shay when we open up we want you on our team so from what I heard I don't know I wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> sorry Larry yeah, GSB is the upsetters this 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 league now the Brewers Collective is cool because uh, you guys started as a homebrew club right yeah but yeah. like a big like a decent sized homebrew club yeah there was nine nine members of the Brewers Collective in the beginning. Um, we were a homebrew club. We started off at my IT job. I have an IT day job still. Mm. Um, uh, forgive my voice again. I've, I'm too much yelling. But yeah, we started as a homebrew club. Um, <laughs> and it just, there was like a joke taken too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we have a brewery. There's less of us, but it's, uh, it's still the same spirit. Uh, we are a collective. It's equal in, equal out. Mm. Uh, Share between the partners, who, you know, the founders. And uh, yeah, it, that's, yeah, we were, we, we, I think our first event was the Blue Point Cascale Festival 2012, I think is when we started. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from there, we were commercial brewing out in, uh, in Farmingdale at an incubator. At, uh, it used to be called Taste of Long yeah. Island. It's where lithology is today. Is that, yeah. Now, yeah. what was the scene like on Long Island 2012 versus 2019? How much have things changed or not changed? It was like, I, I, people were into local beer. Um, they have been since, since Blue Point, really, in 98. But it was more like like the big hype stuff was coming from abroad, and now it's mm. a little more focused here. Like people are more interested in what's going on. There's also like three times the breweries, two times the breweries than there was as well. So it's uh, it's different. The beers are different. There was no New England IPA back in 2020. I, mean, I forget when Hetty Topper was started, but it wasn't down here at that time. That was I think 2014 or so. So it was definitely a different scene, um, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I think it was also like back then, you know, especially around here, people were just learning about craft beer. <laughs> so, you didn't even drink. So, oh, I drank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they were eager to learn. Everybody wanted to learn, and everybody, everybody was learning. And, and nowadays, I, I think there's a lot more experienced craft beer drinkers, and they're expecting more. And Definitely. That, mm. I think that's why they It wasn't that. in a novelty phase back then, but it was like just getting out of a novelty phase in like 2012-ish. I'm, I'm gonna, gotcha. just going to throw that out there. But yeah, something like that. And now it's more, it's almost expected that you have good beer yeah. wherever you are and that's a good thing yeah so now it's people have much more of a discriminating taste right so how do you guys adjust how did beer change to to adjust to people's sort of changing palates or trends or whatever is affecting what they're liking you know we don't have experience with that yet so yeah, let's, let's talk to the old guard that's a really good question uh in a lot of ways great south bay you know we've been we've been just cranking out the exact same you know the exact same beers you know mm-hmm. we're I would say there's other breweries in Bayshore, absolutely, and uh, that that would answer that question a little better. That are probably a little bit more innovative. We uh, absolutely love to innovate. We like to do our one-offs and stuff like that. But uh, we come from a sort of maybe a different path. You know, we're, we we've had that blonde ambition, that blood orange, massive IPA. Um, you know, for your bread and butter for years. That's our bread and butter. You know, yeah. and uh, you know. And it, and almost to a fault, you know, it's just sometimes, you know, we, we feel like we look at ourselves, you know, and think that we could be a bit more innovative. Do you feel like you're not but, as um, nimble as some of the uh, startups? It's, a, it's sometimes mm-hmm. it's a lot easier for some of the smaller guys. That's something that we notice is uh, we're, we're due to several reasons, mm-hmm. um, but all primarily due to our size, you know, that's a little bit more difficult sure. to 
uh, you know, to stay that flexible. Of course, we have our one-offs, you know, we're trying to keep the tasting room fresh and we're mm -hmm. doing this and that, you know, the lab, the kiwi sour, stuff like that. Yeah. It's just sometimes a little more difficult for us. Um, it's, but uh, it's like the business model, though, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know, I mean, you gotta you gotta stay innovative. Absolutely. You know, we're watching no, a definitely. whole bunch of uh, classic Long Island breweries. Well, not a whole bunch. I should take that back. But uh, more than a couple classic Long Island breweries, you know, bite the dust uh, due to what I would guess. You know, I've never really totally reflected on it, but what I would guess is maybe a lack of innovation and mm -hmm. just getting too stuck in that groove. Um, Southampton, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, being one of those, you know, we love those guys. Um, some of the best beer ever, you know, and especially back way back, you the know, double white IPA, early, early, yeah, it's fantastic. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, oh, yeah. But it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you got to innovate or 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 suffer at this point, you know, and that's right, where yeah. we're at especially right especially now, now with all the variety. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, and it is way and, uh, easier. We're trying way yeah. easier for a small volume brewery to do whatever the fuck you want yeah. than it is for an established place like GSB some, like, yeah, to, to do weird stuff. It's not the same. They're, uh, you know, they got something that works. It's working for them. Yep. And people are coming back to drink it. You know? and yeah, you're at a point where why change what's working? Mm -hmm. And then yeah. they say they also have like, their one-offs. So I go down there and I, I actually I kind of look for the one-offs first. I've had the other ones you know, a bunch of times and I have my favorites out of the other ones that are there all the time. But I see a one-off. I'm like, wow, I've never had that before. That's pretty yeah. cool. Let me check that out. And I check it out. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Always happy with it, and yeah, then I'll always go to my favorites too. You know, and it's uh, it's tough. You know, uh, of course we're locked in with uh, Claire Rose. Uh, mm -hmm. We love you, Claire Rose. <laughs> um, but sometimes, you know, a thousand gallons of beer in a clip—that's our smallest batch size. Yeah, you know, it's right. a little tricky to do an experimental IPA with some brand new hop or something like that, where you know Zach's got to go out there and sell, you know. 400, you know, 300 cases of, of that, you know, so it's, it's a little restrictive at times, you know, sometimes I wish we had a smaller pilot system that we could really kind of play around with. Yeah, you're, you're kind of stuck in that purgatory where you're big, but, but you're not, like, Blue Point sort of, you know, they got to a point, you know, they were like you guys for a while, and then they just had this massive infusion mm -hmm. of cash, oh, and it still stayed like you guys for a while after the buyout, so I remember wondering, are they going to, you know, are they going to push the envelope, and then all of a sudden they were just new things were popping up every day you yeah. know so they yeah, yeah. they sort of crossed that threshold now where they have mm -hmm. access to you know crazy money and they right. could do whatever the hell right. they want right. you know exactly. so it's like you're on this side of the scale where you're kind of yeah. you know you know the commercial pressures that you do and then uh and then you have that where you're just like next level shit where yeah. you just have money to do whatever but it's it's coming want, i should yeah. say it's coming you know? all right good to some really fun stuff down the pike you know it's just right. um Shit, our collab today was gonna be it's gonna be oh, awesome. Gonna be right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the kiwi the locals, sour. The locals yeah. release as well. Oh, that sounds so fantastic. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, that should be nice. fun. What are we drinking right now, Tim? Oh, let's. I don't know. What are you drinking? So I think I'm, I'm drinking Opsack, right? Yeah, me so. and you drinking Opsack. I think we're drinking the same love. thing. Okay. Is a New England IPA? Yeah, New England IPA. Um, so a bunch of oats in the mash, uh, water, salts to soften the mouthfeel, and then we used uh, hops from Craft Master Hops out of Mattatuck, exclusively. Wanted to, we got a couple of different varieties from these guys. We wanted to test it. Uh, so the Brewers Collective is a farm brewery, so we have to use, uh, starting this year, 60% of all our ingredients is, has to be from New York State. So the malts are, are, are coverable, pretty easy. Um, hops are, are uh, especially like hops for this kind of a style. That's realistic, 60% at this point? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Okay, good. It is definitely limiting. The predictions five years ago, was like, that 60% is crazy. You know? Yeah, no, the, the industry's picked up wow. around it. That's great. Yeah. Uh, the malt in particular has, has gotten markedly better. Uh, the hops are matured now and, and very nice. And 
you know, this is not a Citra New England IPA or, or something with like a, a like an Instagram hop kind of thing. <laughs> but it's 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 nice, and it's all from here. Uh, this is with X07 from uh, Craftmaster, and it's it's nice. It's it's got the juice, it's got the softness. It's awesome. And uh, yeah, all from Long Island. So we're, we're trying uh, a series of these. We, this is our second one. Uh, the first one was Mattatuck Monster from the same farm, mm-hmm. uh, and the third one's going to be this X14 hop that we got from the same guy, kind of Marcos, our friend. Now, what and, uh, the hell is an Instagram hop? Like your yeah. your your really flashy hops, like uh, Citra, Galaxy, Mosaic. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't want to call them fuckboy hops, but I just did. <laughs> yes. No. What is the stuff like that? Game. No, That's to be fair, I I mean, to be fair they're they're really good and they're fantastic, but. We're trying to do something a little different with, with having the stuff that's from here. Gotcha. Uh, we certainly use those hops. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, trying, yeah, to, yeah. I'm not trying to throw shade or anything. But it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's nice to have stuff on Long Island as well. Um, so what's, you know, as far as, uh, you know, trends in craft beer, you know, certainly, you know, New England IPAs. Yes. Blowing up right now, <laughs> you know, and, it's, and for good reason. Yeah. Fantastic! Yep. It's crisp. Um, you know, it, it, what you know. What else are the big beers that? Uh, not so much what's gonna trend, but what, what what are people consuming right now? You know, I know Pilsner's lots of lactose. Like, Pilsner's <laughs> <laughs> in what general, lots of lactose in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cereal beers are a, a fad. Tremendous amount of contract brewing as well, just kind of filling open spaces over at Great South Bay. Oh, and, so you uh, see yeah. firsthand what people are experimenting with. We're yeah, last year in uh, 2018, I think we brewed for it was either 16 or 17 different contract brewers, um, and we're seeing a lot of fruit to answer your question. Yeah, a lot of fruit. A lot yeah, of a lot of fruit. fruit. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Greg, yep. do, you, do you ever get um like? Uh, don't name names, but um, yep. you ever get some brewery to come in there and just like throw some weird recipe at you, and you're like, what the hell? And then we go, all right, we'll do it. But, finally you know. had to say no, you know. And, uh, <laughs> part of my, uh, you know, as a contract brewer, you know, who am I to, you know, um, I really I really had no line. We were pushing boundaries. We've pushed boundaries by contract brewing yeah. for all these, you know, major But your name's also one too, so you want to make it, you know, want to make it a good product. Right, so, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and then we had no line. Um, it was about three weeks ago, I want to say. Uh, this, um, this particular brand came at us with something that we said, uh, I mean, I printed it out and handed it off to all the guys just to look at their expressions on their face, you know, and uh, it was just the, the level of, um, I would say, not dry hops, but dry ingredients, stuff that was uh, expected of us to throw into the fermenter. It was, um, it was a ton, a, a literal ton in a 30-barrel fermenter of, yeah. of the ingredients. I'm not going to mention ingredients or anything like that, but these weren't hops. And uh, they were, they might as well have been hops. And I just said, there's absolutely no way we cannot, no I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's, that's the first time I said, no, you know, uh, other than that, you know, no mixed culture fermentations, no bacteria, no, you know, beer, uh, beer, spe- brewery specific bacteria for uh, those listening at home. Um, <laughs> in the cellar, uh, you know, we'll do kettle sours, but that, that, that lactobacillus, that lactic acid producing bacteria, must be contained within our boil kettle, just like, like today, we did yeah. on our. Uh, you were our, you were very careful with that this morning. Our beer today. I don't blame you. That very was careful. the only rule. Uh, about three weeks ago, I had to institute a new rule: no, um, no, coconut shavings. 
uh, should exceed a thousand pounds. We had a, yeah, it was like two thousand pounds of Jesus. coconut shavings in a thirty-barrel batch in a thousand gallons of beer. I was going to say cocaine. Mm, sorry, yeah, yeah we that, didn't do that's that. a lot. But that's where we draw the line. I think I answered that question. On, Dude, I'm that sorry. is that's so interesting. Yeah, we said no way. That's cool, man. Those meetings or whatever, it's just kind of those things interest me. I don't know why. Oh yeah, and I mean without these contracts, we we we. We're doing stuff now that we never would have even considered possible, you know, but they've consistently pushed the envelope, and we're very grateful for that. You know, the, the, these guys pushing us to say, no, you know, let's do this, let's do that. Hey, we, you know, want to do something this way. Would you try? It's like, oh, man, I've never sure, tried yeah. that before. And then, yeah. you know, we, we do it, and then it's, you know, not stealing their ideas, but, you know, just expanding our mind and expanding our experiences. Right. Oh, yeah. and, uh, bettering our beer as well, you know. Oh, So once again, we're at the Brewers Collective. Anyone watching on Facebook right now, looking at the beautiful tasting room and the Long Island Brewers Dart League getting right. going. Um, last question, and no pressure for each one of you to answer it. Whoever wants to say something, thinks they have something insightful, jump in. Uh, where do you see the craft beer scene on Long Island going? And, you know, where do you see it five years from now? Ten years from now? <clears throat> Hyper-localized, I think. I think more neighborhood. So. I think so. Um, I think smaller, uh, in more frequency. I, I don't. You know, a lot of people talk about a, a bubble and a saturation level. Um, yeah, you've heard that for years. Yeah, exactly for years. I mean, there's definitely one, but I don't think I don't think we're there yet. It's yeah. uh, it's still just green pastures for all right now, for real. And it's uh, it's there's so many people there. Just just wait. There's a lot of thirsty people. A lot of freaking people on this island too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with Tim. And small. I mean, I. I, I Definitely think localized, smaller and localized. I think, I think instead of growing bigger, I think you know as individual breweries, I think the market's just going to be bigger, and there's going to be a lot more smaller breweries. And like Tim said, localized, like kind of the way it was before prohibition. You right. know, I mean, every, every town had its own brewery. You know, and that's yeah. and and that's really the way it has no choice but to go. That's the way it's gone in history. And we're finally past go that now. number, now, too, by the way. We're finally past the prohibition, pre-prohibition yeah. uh, I mean, no, New York number. No, nobody thinks they're going to go up in flames if they have a beer nowadays, you know? So yeah. prohibition's never going to happen. <laughs> no. now, do, you, do you see, if that happens, and there's a proliferation of more local, smaller breweries, how does that f affect, like, a, you know, competition at the tap line? Or do people... Or does the tap line at bars become less important because the scene at the local brewery tasting rooms sort of become like a, a little culture in and of itself? Now, again, I, I'm, I, I'm, we're new to the game. We're, we're coming in and we don't have a product out there yet. But from what I'm seeing is there's still a, a, an overturn, a lot of overturn on taps for restaurants and, and um, brew pubs and stuff like that. That um, So if there are even more, that's fine. You're still going to be on there at the same rotation rate. Mm -hmm. But you, you're gonna, there'll be one or two in, in between you. You know, you might have a, you know, a, two taps on, on the at a restaurant or whatever, and then you'll have a, a week off where somebody else will have it. Then you come out with something fresh, and you keep it overturning. That's the way I see it. But mm -hmm. again, you know, um, they would probably have much more insight <laughs> than that. <laughs> sure. I think that the uh, uh, if if and when it becomes more like small town breweries, you know. The the, the taproom culture is nice. The, the restaurants are watching. Distributors are watching. There's a lot of industry stuff yeah. around all this that I mean we're so tiny it's we're, we're like no we're like a shit stain on the on the, on the, on the really we're nothing we're three barrels it's a hundred gallons hundred gallons of beer at a time I brewed with Greg this morning a thousand gallons of beer this morning so it's nothing but like you know it's, if you get if you got a hundred of us it's not nothing it but it's, it's for, to be you know but there's a lot of industry people watching your your, your, your three-tier uh, uh, compatriots we'll call them your your retail and your wholesalers uh, they're watching so you know hopefully we can all get along and and make this uh, really 
nice, like a, I, I, I think of like a local bakery, you know? We're just a bakery, we're just, we're just doing it different, you know? Instead of making bread, we're making beer. And uh, it's better fresh and it's better local and it's better to support it local and, and hopefully that can continue. Cool. I also Great. think what can happen with it is it, it's, gonna, it's gonna start being brought down to like local town pride Every town's going to have a brewery. Every every region's going to have a brewery, and people are going to become prideful of that region, of that brewery, and people are going to start going down to that brewery. I think that's brewery. what's going to start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's what's going to start taking it away, taking taking them away from big beer and macro beer is is having their own hometown pride of of their breweries. Once once most towns have a brewery, people are going to have that pride to want to go down and drink that beer, sure. you know, and it's going to be that much easier for them and it's going to be that much more convenient. So I, I do not foresee a bubble anytime in the near future I at could, all. I could totally see that happening. I know if I'm on vacation or traveling or Connecticut or New Hampshire, I want to try the local beer. I'll do the same thing. But if you have that many breweries in Bayshore, for instance, you can go to Coastal. You know, they're this close to They could fill up the whole tap line with Bayshore Breweries yeah, exactly. right now. And then exactly. maybe go to Patchogg, and they all those tap lines are just Patchogg Breweries. You know, yeah. like, talk about, like, a hyper-local concentration. That's oh, yeah. a yeah. cool yeah, thing. It's all right there. I've been in Temecula, California, and also in um, New Hampshire up there. And you can walk to, like, seven, eight breweries. No yeah, yeah New Hampshire's walk. great. So I can, yeah. I can and, um, hit this place with a... New Hampshire, we have a tremendous yeah. amount more people here. So you can bike here. I can hit this place with, a like, a really lucky... Maybe a five. I'm not that. <laughs> yeah, but from my front lawn, I we'll can get you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One day I'll have to try. <laughs> I'll bring okay. that. We'll get I would like to see you jump that wall. Me too. We're gonna boost you over later. But uh, oh, just yeah, uh, cool. oh, if I could answer that question too, where I see things going, uh, real quick, real simple. I agree a hundred percent, a thousand percent with what all you guys just said. I also want to just make a prediction. Brett is coming back. Britannomyces is gonna make yeah, a big comeback. Because yeah, where the definitely. hell did it go? I thought you meant Brett Sabre. Right, it right. It got uh, homogenized out by Sabre. Yeah, Brett Sabre. <laughs> How's he doing? He's, I was thinking he's Brett a Long Michael. Island guy, right? I was thinking Brett Michaels. I'm like, he's never left. Okay. Brett Hart. <laughs> John Mises will make a comeback. I have to bring him back. Who was that for the for non-insiders? Uh, oh, Britannomyces is a uh, just a, a wild yeast strain that was mm-hmm. once ubiquitous. Every yeah. brewery was working yeah. with Brett. And I haven't seen it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little outside of the, you know, maybe I'm a little sheltered. I got some in the tank back there. Do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't had a Brett beer and a year forget it. Or so, and then it kind of died off a It's bit, gone, like, but like we're bringing it back. Like this year. We're bringing it back. Yeah. yeah. Sour beer is, is it's still sort of a niche amongst craft beer. Besides Gozies, Brett's are my favorite sours. I love Brett beers. Yeah. I love when they're done well. Maybe. Maybe I'm just. Uh, maybe I just don't get out on you know, A lot of brews are afraid. <laughs> I gotta, like, open my eyes. I haven't seen anything. A lot of people, you know, don't want to handle both because it'll cross contaminate. I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I got, I'm, I'm terrified of, of it. Back. I'm but terrified of that. But Tim keeps telling me I have nothing to worry about. So. Yeah, as long as well, your sanitation's <laughs> up to up to par, you won't cross contaminate. But I think with wood, it would be different, right? I mean, yeah, I, definitely, I mean, right? Because it'll get trapped in the wood a little bit. But yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we do a bunch of sours here. Um, but with stainless steel, it's. Uh, it's uh, yeah, stainless is easy. Stainless is clean. You know your your chemicals do the job. But uh, a lot of people are scared about cross contamination. Of course, what they say with the uh, wineries because they yes. will shut a winery down. Right. Well, you know, and they have, a vin- they have the vinegar everything. But again, I mean, I, 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 I've, I've always heard that as well, and I wonder like, is it 
Like why though? It it's, does, it does, it's not like a super bug or something. It, it dies. It dies with sanitizer. Like, <laughs> what are they doing? But they're wine barrels, right? They they use the well, wine barrels. Of course, in the barrels. barrels. That's true. That's true. Well, that's, that's well, kind of a lot of have stainless steel. I think it's more exaggerated too. But yeah, I think it's a little exaggerated. We're gonna take this. We're gonna take this conversation to the dart to the dartboards. It's not over. Let you beer nerds figure this out. Yeah, exactly. We're going too deep. Until next. But anyway, so. We're gonna wrap this up. This was has been awesome. Sorry to yeah, cut everyone good. off. Uh, <laughs> thanks for good. thanks for taking the time, uh, and congratulations to, to to all you guys on not only forget commercial success, but finding something that you love and finding a passion, yeah. and finding camaraderie and friends, and uh, it's a really special thing. So you know, not a lot of people have that. You guys should be happy and proud, and, and oh, yeah. you know, we're proud Absolutely. to have you here. Thank you. Hell yeah. And uh, and it's a great thing for Bayshore. It's a great thing for Long Island, and. Uh, you know, thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank thanks you. for having us on. In my current state and in these days of war, we must grow together or the end is near. Thicken up your skin and loosen up your fears. I've been waiting, waiting, waiting through my limitations, choosing to move.